Hello, and welcome to the Side Guys Podcast. Uh, I'm your <laughs> You guys messed me up. <laughs> you can't look at me. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. <laughs> Don't look at me. Um, Close your eyes. Anyway, I'm your host, Eli, with my two friends, Seth. What up? And Berg. Hello. <laughs> uh, and we are people who go to college. For now. For now. So, uh, yeah. Let's let's get started. Um, first couple things that are interesting to me, and possibly you. The uh, Eternals movie slash trailer. I mean, we've seen the trailer. Other people have seen the movie. Uh, it's not very good, apparently. What, uh, do you know exactly what it got on Rotten Tomatoes? Anybody? Let me look Seth, it up. Seth, media man. Seth is on it. Well, he looked it up. Let's give a quick rundown of what these podcasts are going to look like oh in the future. Yeah, that's a good idea. Um, so Eli will usually be the intro man. We'll usually start off with something relevant, either on the news or entertainment industry or something that's just happening in our lives currently. And then we're going to kind of segment into a longer discussion or a couple of shorter discussions and end off with something fun like a would you rather or don't you rather. And that's not a set schedule, but that's just the general structure of these podcasts. Yes. What do you got for us? Um, Eternals, Marvel movie. It says that it got a 72, but it also says it got a 63 on Rotten Tomatoes on the same webpage. So, I don't know. Either way. I have way. no idea what it's about. Either way, is not great for a Marvel not movie. Not great yeah. for a Marvel that movie. That is apparently the worst ranking Marvel movie currently. Uh, isn't Thor The Dark World much worse? Can you get on that, that, <laughs> that is not a good movie. It can't be worse than that. Thor The Dark World has a 66%. Okay, so, so it might be worse it than that. It could be worse. It could be slightly better. Okay, here's my, and Berg, I know you probably agree with me. Uh, Sense. Luke is also, I also go by Berg yes, as well. Yes, we call him Berg. He calls himself Luke. Um... Ever since Endgame, Endgame, the only reason Endgame was great is because all these characters that have had so many great movies got their final send-off. The movie itself was not fantastic. Infinity War is peak Marvel, in my opinion. Agreed. That is the best Marvel movie. One of the best. It's my second Semantics. best. Semantics. Yeah, agreed. So, since then, Black Widow. Eh. Don't care. It feels like most of the movies they're releasing, I really have no care about. Yeah, I will say the movies around Infinity War, I was like watching the trailer right as it came out. Yeah. I watched breakdown videos and a ton of predictions for the movie coming up to that movie. But ever since Endgame, I just really have not looked to look at like breakdown videos and stuff like that for Marvel. I feel like they aren't really developing the, the 
Well, they're just kind of building on what they already know. Yeah. But it's also based off, like, comics, so they can't really build right. a new story. Yeah, but, like, the format. It's like, yeah, you know, I like, there's gonna, they're all going to unite against the big bad eventually, which is kind of like, I mean, I guess it worked the first time, so why wouldn't you do it again? I could see Marvel and DC's roles kind of switching in the movie world in that DC's always definitely been worse than Marvel besides the Dark Knight trilogy. Um, but I think people want something new, and DC and possibly Zack Snyder could bring that. Yeah, Marvel's getting a little stale. I think Eternals is like the crux of people average like i don't know above average things about marvel i'm just an average movie goer i would say and i really don't care about the eternals i will say spider-man no way home might change the perspective yeah that does look really good but once again mostly because they're bringing back characters from my childhood yeah like from those movies so i mean tom collins cool but I'm not especially attached to it. Can I ask for a brief overview of what Eternals is? Like, what the movie's about? From what I know, basically there's these beings that are, I think they're, like, in space, more or less, and they watch down on Earth, and um, they've been told not to intervene in Earth's affairs, even Thanos, um, until there's something really big. And... In this, I believe Galactus comes, who's a lot bigger threat than Thanos, and um, so they go down to Earth to intervene in that. But that's from very limited knowledge. Yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Like I'm sure there's a lot of Marvel lore you could get into with the Eternals, but from a, I've seen the MCU, and that's it. They're basically gods, who decide to intervene when the plot wants them to. Or, I mean, when they get to a point where they want to introduce them, they're like, okay, now it's time to introduce a bad guy who's big enough for them to step in. So they're just superheroes that are hiding from raiding space, I think. Or like some... Yeah, but they're like super powerful. Super, super powerful. Yeah. I will say... Another interesting thing is Marvel's kind of shifting over to TV shows, which they haven't done an amazing job of in the past, with a few exceptions. Um, but they, a lot of people have liked WandaVision and Falcon and the Winter Soldier and What If. I There's still mixed reviews on those, but compared to uh, Luke Cage, Iron Fist, Jessica Jones, and those type of shows, they have been a lot overstated, a lot more overstated than they have. Yeah, I would agree with that. I I never even heard of half the shows that, what, Luke Cage is a show? Yes. I've heard it's a pretty good one. Really? I've never seen it. I did just start watching Daredevil, and it's pretty good. I have heard good things about that show. There's also a Punisher show more or less, but they're just nowhere near as popular as WandaVision right. and Falcon yeah, and the Winter Soldier. Namely, I believe, are Disney Plus. 
publicize that a lot more than Netflix publicizes other shows. Yeah, that's probably true. More bigger budget. Okay. Anyway, moving on. Um, Dune. Um, Seth has not seen Dune, but me and Berg have. Seth, do you have any idea what Dune is? Zero idea. Okay. It's basically... So, you think like Star Wars, like different planets, super like advanced technology, all that jazz. Yep. But, think in the way that the political landscape of the universe goes in the Dune world. Right. Think like Game of Thrones, where there's like... You don't know anything about Game of Thrones. I've okay. never seen anything. So like, so like medieval, like medieval, like different families are like, like are different houses like are like vying for power and they make plays against each other and there's like an emperor. But it's in like a galaxy, so they run like whole planets. So instead of like little sections of land, it's like whole entire planets and stuff. Interesting. It's pretty cool. Um, I have not read the book, so I'm pr- I probably botch that analogy. Um, but the movie was excellent. It was the closest thing to a perfect movie I've seen in a while. Definitely recommend going to a theater instead of watching at home. Yes, absolutely. On that topic, what are you guys' thoughts on the co-release of like either Disney Plus and theater or HBO Max and theater? Because I personally am not a big Netflix fan. I just like to wait to release on those type of streaming services until after theater. Because that kind of, I personally love going to movie theater versus just watching it on my phone or a TV at home. Well, I mean, you have the option. That's why they release it at both at the same time. So that way people like you can go to the theater or people that want to just watch it at home with a group of friends or with their family, they can do that. Then they don't have to watch the whole movie at one time. They can pause it, go to the bathroom. Don't have to buy the expensive popcorn. Yes, I am aware of that. But, counterpoint, then you get less box office money, and then theaters are like, if they're just going to release it at home, unless people are going to the theater anyways, I'm going to go out of business. And eventually it kind of runs the theater business to the ground. I feel like enough people enjoy movies the culture of movie theaters that you probably they probably aren't too worried about that. I mean it probably takes a hit, but I mean we just like everyone can agree that Dune is much better in a theater. And so just by word of mouth, like who's gonna watch Dune on their phone? That would be a garbage experience. In all honesty, I'm probably gonna watch it well, on Right, but if if you had been available the day we all went and seen it, you would have come with I us. I would have gone with you guys. Right, exactly. I mean, like, you don't go to a theater alone. I mean, maybe some people do. I know people who do, and they say it's an incredible experience. You just have to do it the first time to get over the fear, and then they say it's one of the best things to do. That would be scary. I Just off the top of my head, Seth can confirm this, but I think Dune only got about... 60 million domestic box office, and I think that could have gotten a lot more if in the first weekend. Yes, if 
it wasn't released on HBO Max because of like the I don't know the individualism yeah. in the storyline. Yeah, that's that's probably true, but they're still making money off of Actually, HBO. Seth just looked it up and it's only forty million. Yeah, that's not much. That's not much at all, especially for this type of movie. Yeah, you do have to think. Could about it be argued as like an Avatar type movie? An Avatar type movie. Did Avatar not do well when it came out? No, I'm saying like it could have performed. Oh as yeah, well as yes. Avatar. I I think it could be compared to that, probably. I have not seen Avatar, but it it seems like a similar, like that kind of like standalone. Like it doesn't have like a brand like Star Wars or Lord of the Rings or anything, but it's still a really good movie with like a cool world and stuff. Yeah, standalone movie, brand new to our audience or most of the audience. Right. And pretty long movie. Had like new visual technology. I know that Dune did. No, Avatar. Oh, oh yeah, Avatar was like groundbreaking. Yeah. Opening weekend, it got seventy-seven million, and this is in two thousand nine. In just the U.S. Correct. That's uh, no. It, that's probably just the U.S. I know it was like most of Avatar's revenue is China, because it like. I don't know how that – how do you think – how does that work? Do either of you know? Because, like, I feel like some movies they push a lot more in China. The Chinese government, I think, has more say in, like, what gets pushed and what right. can't be seen. So the movies that they approve and doesn't have, like, any kind of political or anything, they push right. more. Yeah, Dune is – it's a little rebellious. I wonder – that would be interesting to to – look into if it was um, how like strict the Chinese government gets because I know they did Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker which is the defeat of a, an emperor and a rebellion a resistance and like stuff like that it's like that kind of a theme it's like how do they determine or maybe yeah I don't know that'd be interesting Okay, um, Berg, what do you got? Would you rather stick on the topic of movie theaters or something new? Probably something new. It's been a All good, right. I don't know how long. Um, let's switch it up to like real world travel type things. I have a question for you too. Would you ever work internationally after college and if so, when, where, and for how long? Yes, England for a Formula One team doing engineering. That would be so cool. I wish I was still in engineering for that exact reason. It'd be so cool to be – I feel like it'd be pretty stressful because of how many parts they break. Or like, I don't know. The show always makes things seem way more stressful than they are probably, but you still have to like care a lot. But that would be super cool. I would work in Denmark with whatever job I could get, preferably Legos. Big Lego guy. Big Lego guy. Also, Denmark is super cool. Agreed. What about you, Berg? Uh, I would honestly go anywhere internationally, but probably realistically, if I wanted to go to Europe, it would be somewhere 
is as heavy, such as France or Germany or somewhere in the UK. But I would also want somewhere geographically like central in Europe, I would say, because I love traveling and I would like to take like evening trips to different continents. But I mean, you can just you can take the train from pretty much anywhere to pretty much anywhere in Europe, right? More or less, unless and it's you're like six in the hours. UK and there's water. Right. In between. Then you get a big a boat. You could swim. Don't they have the underground tunnel? Yeah. You could use a plane. Yeah, that's probably a little more expensive. Yeah. Do they have? Don't they have a tunnel underneath the English Channel? Is that a real? Don't they have a, su- a train that goes under there, like a subway? I have no idea. Dude. But in Virginia, they <laughs> have they have uh, tunnels that go under the water. So I don't the know. The islands, Outer Banks. I. You think I'm there's one that goes to Outer Banks? I don't think so. Yeah, probably but not. I have been in the tunnels that go through the islands. Pretty cool stuff. Unless there's traffic, then you're just trapped in a tunnel underwater. Which sounds horrifying. It absolutely is. And it doesn't and it's not like how you would imagine like in the movies or if you were in to see the fish swimming around you. Right. It's just a I dark I figured tunnel. it wouldn't be like that. <laughs> you could be under a mountain for all you know. If you didn't if you weren't just in Virginia. And if you didn't see the water that you were about to drown in underneath. Right. But like but once yeah. you're inside the tunnel, it could be like like yeah, you, you could be under a mountain. Like if you were getting kidnapped and then you woke up in the back exactly. of a, a van and then you're just in a I tunnel. don't know if I'm in Colorado or the tunnels underneath the ocean in Virginia. Either way, I'm screwed. Either way, you're in a bad, uh, in a bad situation because you're getting kidnapped. Right. So. Speaking of kidnapped, the escape room. We did an escape room tonight. I was just going to bring that up, actually. That made me think of it. And kidnapped was... What was what even was that? Was it a clue? It was, it was, a, a, it was a, a word solution. It was a word solution that Berg was then supposed to type into the phone to get a message, but he oh, couldn't but figure couldn't out <laughs> how to use the phone, and spent a couple minutes trying to type in "kidnapped" in all different ways. I don't know how he was spelling it. Maybe in our Spanish. boy, our boy Ben had to give us a hint over the intercom. <laughs> Here's the thing: I was pressing pound or not pound. I was pressing star before I typed in the numbers, which usually resets the numbers, but apparently you had to put the phone phone down down and then pick it back up. So I wasn't necessarily spelling it wrong. I just didn't think of spelling it wrong. I had a thought. Are those phones, is that like specialty or is it, was that at one point a phone or did they buy it as a phone and then like do some like coding crap to it? Or did they make like, or did they like, buy like a custom like they outsource it and someone sends them like this small like chip thing that is just encased in a phone i'm sure at one time it was a phone but it was probably has a different chip thing that's programmed in there they probably didn't do that right i would hope not small company somewhere that sells that type of stuff or little little gag little trick because that was that felt pretty I mean, I suppose it's not too advanced. You'd only really have to have, like, two. Because it was the voicemail and then the specific code you punch in gives you two different messages. So I wouldn't be that hard to do. On the 
topic of escape rooms. Would you guys ever want to do like a super advanced escape room that you could potentially be stuck in, obviously with food, um, for multiple days, and you have to like figure out your how to get out? Because I know I definitely would. I used to love like these escape room games. So just like a super escape room. Yeah. Where it's like it's going to take you days. Yes. Um, am I with people? No. Then no. That would be, I feel like that would be terrible. I absolutely would not because I would just be trapped in my own mind for two days until I escape. But I think this sounds like an incredible Mr. Beast to me. It sounds like, do you remember when he went to that underground bunker? Did you rewatch that? That place was dope, and I think it'd be fun to stay there. One of those, uh, but it'd be like that, like a huge, like shelters. like a huge door shuts, and then you're just like, well, I mean, they they probably have like cameras and everything to watch, but you'd just be like, you'd have like a whole place to like go around and get your stuff. Have you guys ever seen the movie Ten Cloverfield Lane? No, I've never heard of that. I just gotta say. For, like, the quality of movie it is, for the whole, more or less the whole movie, the ending is probably the most disappointing ending I've ever seen in a movie. Because it's a great movie until the ending, and they just completely botch everything. How does it end? I'm not going to spoil it, but I'll give, like, a general. So there's these people that are trapped in this bunker because the air outside is toxic. And um, there's, like, one older man that apparently brought this girl to safety in a shelter when he accidentally um, crashed into her car. So basically he crashed into her car. He brought her back to his bunker to keep her safe. So they're in this bunker for a long time. And, yeah, and she starts to get suspicious, like, is the air actually toxic outside? Right. And so basically – That's a cool plot. Yeah. So it's like their life down in the bunker – and then her kind of like figuring out a couple weird things are happening. And basically she ends up going outside in like a homemade hazmat suit. And she gets a tear and she realizes the air isn't toxic because like it's not killing her. I'll just, you guys care. No, I don't care at all. Spoiler warning I if anyone does care. Um, anyways, she's like, oh, the air's not toxic. It's not killing me right now. And then she sees an alien ship, which came out of nowhere because nothing in this movie was talking about aliens. Alien <laughs> ship come over this cornfield and, like, spread, like, toxins all over. And she's like, oh, shoot, this is real. And then this massive alien starts chasing her. And, like, she, like, gets in the car and, like, starts driving away. And I forget what happens to the alien, but it literally came out of nowhere. And then it just ends super abruptly. Just like her driving away from this alien. I was like, it was weird. This sounds like an awful movie, and that's probably why neither of us have ever heard of it, how let alone seen it. How, like, high quality was it? Like, the first 85% of the movie was, like, a solid movie. Like, if they just ended after she got out and realized the air was, wasn't toxic, that would be a lot better. And they just completely screwed it up. Or they just, like killer in there was toxic or they leave it up to you know like just have her walk out in the hazmat suit and then the movie ends i will say i'm pretty sure there's 
a movie, a prequel, I guess, a movie oh. before that might be about like the aliens, but it was just so. If they had enough, I didn't know about that. Are so you sure this so wasn't wack. a sequel? I'm not. That's why I'm saying. I think there was a movie before it called Cloverfield. So you're telling me you watched <laughs> a movie? You watched a sequel. You watched the second movie of a series, and you're saying how awful it was because you never watched the first movie to see where it was going? I this sounds like it's 100% on you. This is a tough look. I didn't know there was a first movie when I watched the second movie. We still movie. don't know if there's a first movie, to be Correct. fair. But it, it we're going with the, the evidence fact is that pretty there was condemning. definitely a first movie, and it was all about the aliens, and that's why the guy knew there was toxic air and took her into the bunker, but you never watched the movie. You just watched the second one and had no idea what was going on. That is correct. This is like <laughs> if you take some <laughs> random person who's never seen in a, a Marvel movie in their life and you <laughs> have them watch Infinity War, they'd be like, where'd the big purple alien guy come from? Why do you snap? Where did everyone go? What's the fancy glove he's wearing? Yep. Uh. <laughs> I'm just saying it was weird. And there's probably an explanation for why it was weird. But it was still really weird. So this reminds me of a movie me and my dad watched one time. It was called Primer. You might, Seth, you might have heard me talk about this before. Maybe not. It's called Primer. It was made on one MacBook. Maybe not a MacBook. One laptop. And the budget was $5,000. And this dude made it. This dude and his friend. And they acted in it. The lead actors. It was just all their friends. It's a time travel movie. And it's super complicated. And it is a very, very good movie. And I have watched so many YouTube analyses on it. And I still don't understand it. But that seems like a similar movie where, like, it was made for not much money. And, like, it kind of, like, flew under the radar. Like, it di probably didn't play in any theaters. But it ha I feel like there's probably a small committed fan base for that movie. And they're just, like, diehard passionate about it. Just there like probably Primer. is, but they also probably watched They probably the watched first the first movie. one. They probably watched them in order so they knew <laughs> what was going on. So they actually think it's a good movie, and the ending kind of brings closure to it instead of just leaving you up in the air not knowing what's going on. That would be smart of them. How good was the alien CGI? How big? What kind of alien was it? I have no clue. I I just recently watched it in the last year or two, but I don't that didn't like stick out to me or anything like that. Must have been good then. It wasn't bad. It wasn't noticeably bad. So it wasn't like uh the aliens and monsters versus aliens. Those <laughs> are incredible. Incredible graphics. I don't know why you like that movie. The movie is awful and so is Megamind. And you cannot change your mind. I just think they're both very fun movies to watch. And you're like, I just need a dumb humor movie. But wouldn't you rather watch Cars? Not necessarily for humor. I would just watch it for, like, to get a good feeling, you know? And watch one of the greatest movies of all time. Instead, you'd watch Megamind, where the blue guy just runs around and shoots lasers again. You don't understand. It's like knockoff Despicable Me. No. Megamind is you haven't even seen it so you can't really say anything about it <laughs> to be fair megamind there's so much humor that you don't pick up on the first time you watch it that the second time you're like that's genius i have
I've seen it more than one time, and even if Eli hasn't, that was an incredible analogy. It is like knockoff Despicable Me. He's just like Gru, just running around. Oh, I'm going to be bad guy. Seth seeing it, Seth's okay. second time viewing it was that counted for my first time. We've each seen it once. Uh, yeah, I've seen it at least two times. It has not gotten any better after the first time. First time I was like, oh, that was an okay movie. Then you watch it again, and it just gets worse and worse. That is your opinion. But we will have to watch it sometime so you can see how I like it. I don't care if you don't like it, but as long as you see why I like it, it's fine. I respect that. No deal. <laughs> I will not watch it again. I'll watch it. waste an hour and a half of my time. Yeah. I'll watch it, but I You have to promise I me something, like though. It. You can't go in with that attitude, because then you won't like it. It's you just have to go into movies. We talked about this yesterday with restaurants. You can't go into movies or restaurants with, oh, I'm going to love this because people have been overhyping it, or I'm going to hate it because same reason people have been overhyping it. Or... In this example, you can't go in like, oh, some one person said it was a bad movie, so therefore I'm probably not going to like it. You just got to go in with an empty mind. Make your own opinion. Here's the thing, though. As a kid, there's a reason I never – there's a reason I've never seen this movie. I – we literally had it on DVD. I specifically remember it. I saw trailers for it a lot on, like, TV or something. I don't remember where. At least twice I've seen the trailers. And I, as a kid, chose not to watch it. I stand by what you thought. I will I will watch it, and maybe I'll be incredibly surprised by how good it is. But I trust my kid in instinct on this one. You were an incredibly smart kid. I wish I was that smart <laughs> looking at movies. And that one and... Uh, um. Mar uh, Mars Needs Moms and <laughs> it's Planet 51. Is that yeah, a movie? Those three I like saw like commercials for or like toys or something, and I was like, I'm not watching that movie. That looks weird. Planet 51 is a much better example of a stupid humor movie where there's just a bunch of green aliens running around, and their planet is uh, it's like Area 51 if there was a planet. Aliens. I actually never watched Megamind as a kid either. I think the first time I watched it was, like, when I was maybe 15, and then I watched it a ton during, like, later years of high school, because one of my friends really liked it. I was like, wow, this is a great movie. Yeah, it came out in uh, 2010, yeah. So, oh, geez, Brad Pitt is in it? Yeah. That's hype. That is a fantastic cast. That is actually a stacked cast. <laughs> but... To be fair, Hill, a Jonah lot of Hill. those type of animated movies, such as Monsters vs. Aliens and Megamind, they just stack the cast, and it's not, like, amazing. They're just like, oh, this movie is going to be pretty crappy, but we're going to stack the cast so people still watch it. They stack the cast and still make terrible movies. The most stacked cast in all animated movies is Kung Fu Panda. Literally, Absolutely. It is loaded on cast members. 
I would actually say Mega Mind is, but Ken no, Kung no, Fu no, Panda no, 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 no. as well. Kung Fu Panda has like six or seven like household Same with Mega Mind. And no, I just looked at Castle. Let me look. You've got Will Brad Ferrell, Pitt, Will Ferrell, uh, Jonah Hill, yep. David Cross, who's in Arrested Development. I don't. Elvin and the Chipmunks. Tina Fey. Oh, Ben, ben Stiller, Stiller. I didn't see Ben Stiller. J.K. Simmons. That's more or less. Oh, Bill Hader. Bill Hader's in this. Amy Poehler. Seth, he's he's convincing me. There's a lot of good people in this. Just because there's good people. Wait, what? I don't see Bill Hader. Wait, I believe you. I believe you. And Monsters vs. Aliens, same story. Rain Wilson, Seth Rogen, Reese Witherspoon, Will Arnett, Paul Rudd, John Krasinski. What? Stephen Colbert is the president. Wait, which movie Ed is Helms, this? Monsters vs. Aliens. I'm going to have to watch this. Okay. Jimmy Kimmel. Monsters vs. Aliens is much worse than any of the movies. Uh, I could get behind that. With a cast like that, how can it be bad? If you're going <laughs> to watch one or the other... Please watch Megamind. Okay. And don't get anywhere near Monsters vs. Aliens. Well, watch Megamind sometime. We won't watch Monsters vs. Aliens. I would always watch Monsters vs. Aliens. I actually have both on my phone. I got a great package deal on iTunes when I was younger. It was Megamind and Monsters vs. Aliens and Lego Movie 1. I could not pass it up. It was for like $10, too. Lego Movie 1 is worth all 10 of that. (coughs) And then you get two awful movies on top of it. That's actually like it almost kind of brings down yeah, the value. Yeah. They probably could have charged like 15 bucks for it. <laughs> but then they <laughs> added on those two extra <laughs> movies and Off the topic of movies. Earlier Seth was talking about how long he stayed up in a car ride and I was curious. What's the longest you guys have stayed up and or like most consecutive hours and why? Um probably roughly a day and a half worth intermittent five minute sections of sleep during that trip during the same trip i was talking about earlier yeah driving seven hours each way and going on roller coasters in the middle did you actually sleep standing up i did it was actually incredible that that sounds incredible i locked my arms on the posts and like around like like you bear I put my arms straight down onto two handrails that were spread apart. Okay. And then spread my legs in a solid stance so that way I wouldn't fall. Right. And then I fell asleep for a couple minutes. Incredible power nap. Highly recommend if you ever That's have That's crazy. Chance. I don't think I've ever been that tired in my life. Uh, the longest I've stayed up straight was... Um, I don't know. Probably sometime when I stayed up all night, like playing Minecraft on my iPad or Classic. something. So like, probably like thirty, probably like forty something hours straight, which isn't much at all. But uh, yeah. What about you? I believe mine was about forty-eight-ish hours when I was flying to Bulgaria. Sophomore. You can't year sleep on planes. Summer. I cannot sleep on planes. And they had a ton of movies and solitaire. So I remember I watched three movies there, or at least half of each movie, because I'm not a big sit down and watch a movie all the way through. Stuff I well, you had to sit down. 
So you're just not a big watcher movie all the way through then. Yes, unless I'm at a movie theater. Anyways, so I watched like half of three mo- movies each and then played two hours straight of solitaire on like a nine-hour flight. Solitaire is good. And then we arrived in Bulgaria like in the morning-ish, so we had to stay up all day. And then me and my friend, who is like my roommate in the hotel we were staying in, we found like the only English channel was PJ Masks. So we stayed up all night watching PJ Masks. Why did you not just sleep? <laughs> I do like PJ Masks. Because we were just so much so much adrenaline for being in a new like country. Euro- another country that is in crazy. Europe for the first time. And then we stayed up the whole next day and I fell asleep through some like Zoom meetings and stuff. <laughs> or like nodded off, but I closed my head back open so I didn't comment as long as you like. But yeah, it was a crazy experience. Okay. Building off of this. I have a would you rather question. Hit me. That is very open to being followed up by another probably better would you rather question. But I came up with it and I'm interested in you guys' answer. Would you rather be awake for forty eight hours or asleep for forty eight hours? When you're awake or asleep for forty eight hours, do you get the effects from being awake or asleep? Yes. Like you're very rested after the forty eight hours yes. or you're incredibly tired after the forty eight hours? Yes. Sleep. Because then I will be so my body will be in tip top condition right. after sleeping for forty eight hours straight. It'd be like going into hibernation. Or you'd just be like a bot. Like not able to do anything. You'd like you'd be like a zombie. Con- we don't know. I have a question to counter that question. Okay. So like I'm not so you would have to be able to sleep 48 hours straight. Or would you, like, wake up when you couldn't? No, you couldn't wake up. Okay. And you, like, physically couldn't fall asleep. You'd just be super tired. You'd just be super tired, yeah. Um, I would probably say awake because I feel like I'd miss out on too much sleeping. And I don't feel like I need that much sleep. Oh, okay. I didn't that didn't make sense at first, but now I got it. Um What's interesting is the first the first like 20 20 hours, 24 hours would be good. And then the last 24 hours of being awake would just be absolutely miserable. I mean, you wouldn't be able to function. I would agree, which is why for the whole 48 hours I would just be asleep. Uh, initially that way I would be very well rested and right. have incredible time for who knows how long. Initially, I was thinking awake because, y- you know, you get stuff done. Sleep There's after. no way any of us would actually do stuff. Like we'd think like, oh, we could get so But much now done. I'm leaning to – right, yeah, we'd just, be bu- we'd just sit on a couch. and But now I'm leaning towards sleep. Seth, you've uh, – What can I say? I'm a persuasive guy <laughs> who has incredible ideas. I've been convinced of two things tonight, to watch Megamind and to sleep for 48 hours straight. One terrible thing and one good thing. I have another would you rather. Hit me. Came off the top of my head, so here we go. Would you rather eat the normal, or I guess like society's normal three meals a day, full meals, or snacks six times a day? What's the largest snack I can eat? 
Um, like I would say, Eight like an app, like an appetizer at a restaurant size. Like it kind of fills you up, but it's not like some stuff. Dude, a- Applebee's appetizers fill me up. The boneless wings, there's a lot of them. I would have to go with three full meals because yeah, I mean, can't miss out on a breakfast good meal. I mean, snacks, yeah, they're okay. But when you're only eating snacks, you never get a full, nice spaghetti dinner or yeah. Thanksgiving meal. Let's hit different. Nice, hearty plate of bacon and eggs in the morning. That's not a snack. I couldn't go without that. Do you eat bacon and eggs every morning? No. Do you eat breakfast? Yeah. Okay. I just love snacking, so I might have to go with that. And they would be, like, big enough that they could last, including that snack, I think. But I totally see your guys' point with the meal. Lunch would be the one I could miss out the most on, I think. Lunch is If I had a big breakfast and then a big supper, lunch wouldn't be necessary. Could could be just a snack. I agree. My sister-in-law's family does that. They just eat a massive breakfast, and they skip lunch, and then maybe have a snack in the afternoon or some big dinner. It's like Christmas. You guys don't like family Christmas. You eat at like 10, and then you don't eat until like 5. One might say brunch. Yes. Brunch. I'm a genius. <laughs> Look what I've invented. You just reinvented <laughs> brunch, sir. Uh. You only had three things. Uh, no, four things for Thanksgiving meal. And they have to be somewhat traditional. What would they be? Ham, mashed potatoes, corn, and does that include dessert in the four? Yes, if you want. Chocolate pie. Same as Seth's ham, mashed potatoes, corn, Except I would go pumpkin pie probably instead of chocolate pie. But you nailed the main three. You gotta have your ham, gotta have your mashed potatoes, gotta have your corn. I my family's a big turkey on Thanksgiving, uh. and I'm not. I really dislike turkey, so honestly, I might have to go no pull an audible, call an audible, and go no meat here, and go mashed potatoes, corn, crescent rolls. Okay. Are incredible. Yeah, and probably like French silk pie. Yeah, I was in between crescent rolls and adding pie instead. But I would just like to say turkey is one hundred percent the most overrated meat. Agreed. Yeah, agreed. That's not. That's not a debate. It's just at the bottom of the list of meats. Yeah, it is. It is. All right. Well. We've been here a total of 43 minutes and 24 seconds. Let's hit our audience with a off the top of our head, would you rather say all these stuff? Uh, absolutely. If you go first. Thank you. Uh, Eli, stall for like a minute while I think of something. Okay. Um, yes. This was our first episode. It was quite the hodgepodge. Normally we want to do... Uh, kind of like Berg said at the beginning, 
longer, more linear topic um, for the majority of the episode. But uh, today we just kind of wanted to do it, and we just kind of did it. So, uh, yeah. All right, hit me. Would you rather be able to once every month be able to go to a movie theater and watch a movie, but whenever you go in, no time passes until you come back out, or... So that's a good thing, right? Very good okay. thing. Or be able to teleport to your workplace instead of having to drive a car. But you can only teleport to your workplace, nowhere else. And besides going back home. You can teleport back. Yeah. That's, but that's overpowered. Can't. I take the work one every time. I would also have to take the work one because then you can just go back and forth. If you can only teleport to, to work, but you can't teleport back. I think I would maybe take the movie once a month, though. That's not – although, but no time passes. That's no huge. No time passes. So, wait, could you I keep going to movies? No, it only works once a month. Okay. One, once a month because otherwise you could just I could go just watch movies watch movies for the rest of my life and not age. And, not, and time wouldn't pass. You wouldn't miss out on all the time. You could go watch a two-hour movie but not miss out on two hours of your day. I think on this one – I'd have to go to the teleport. The teleport. That's too, that too OP. It's too OP. Or I think if you shorten the movie thing to once a week, I'd probably definitely do that. Do you I have to pay for the movie? Should I switch my do I have to pay for the movie? And you can't change the would you rather after uh, it's been asked. Yes, you have to pay for the movie. Um, definitely work. But yeah, you, you can't go, go back and alter the would you rather. That's the only rule of would you rather. Once it's asked, it's on the table, and you can't you can't change it. You can't change the original question. Once you start the phrase "would you rather," you just like you know. There's just it's a law to it. It's just the way it is. And the way it is right now is uh, the end. So, so say goodbye. The end boom